my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the School for School Counselors podcast. I'm Steph Johnson, your host, and I'm so glad that you've joined me again for another week. And I'm going to tell you, I'm re-recording an introduction to an episode that I actually recorded about a month ago. And I sat on it for a while. I was worried it might be too controversial. I was worried that it might ruffle a few feathers in the school counseling world, and I didn't want to cause any animosity or any bad feelings for no reason. You know what I mean? I didn't want to cause a stir in that way. I always want to be very respectful and mindful of my colleagues, not only in the school counseling world, but in the online world as well. And so I really wanted to take a moment to sit and reflect on this one to make sure that my message would be received in the intended way. And so I've decided to go ahead and release it. So if you hear a change in the audio quality coming up, it's because I've just kind of added it onto this. Like I said, I wanted to kind of redo the beginning and explain what's going on in this episode. And also to tell you that part of the reason that I decided to release it is because we have a very special event going on this week. And so I'll come back in at the end of the episode and tell you all about it. You won't want to miss that announcement because it's so, so cool. But without further ado, I want to let you listen in on the episode that I almost didn't release called Why Most School Counseling Interview Advice is Dead Wrong. All right, y'all. Enjoy. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the School for School Counselors podcast. This is a special week. I had something on my mind and in my heart I just had to share with you. I'm going to tell you what it is here in just a minute. But before I do that, I want to share with you one of these sweet and gracious reviews that we received from one of our podcast listeners. This comes from I-H-U-U-I. I would love to know what that stands for. And they titled their review, The Friendly, Knowledgeable, and Honest Mentor. Oh my gosh. Talk about a bucket filler, y'all. All right. So it says, as a brand new school counselor, finding this podcast has been a blessing. I love the honesty, the wealth of expertise and support in every single episode. Each episode not only provides me with valuable information on how to best do my job effectively and efficiently, but also lets me feel seen and heard. So often we feel like if we aren't doing all the things all of the time, we aren't successful. As a new school counselor, I doubt myself so much, but listening to this podcast, I am reminded that I am doing my best and giving my whole self to my work, and that's enough. Thank you for this podcast. Oh, my stars in heaven, what a precious review. Thank you so much. And you're absolutely right. If you are doing your best and you're giving your whole self to what you're doing when you're at work, that's all anybody can ask. And all of these other random benchmarks that have been placed in your way, they don't mean anything, right? What's important is that you feel seen and heard and that you're able to work effectively. So thank you so much for that. You just, you totally made my day. You made my team's day. And I just can't thank you enough. 
Guys, if you've been enjoying the podcast, I'm telling you right now, these reviews are like currency. It's what lets the algorithms know to show the podcast to other people who are interested in school counseling. And this is not a side hustle for us. We haven't created this podcast because we're trying to be edupreneurs or anything like that. We have created this podcast to educate, support, and empower our colleagues because there is a real lack of real-world counseling information going around. So we're trying to be real about it. We're trying to empower you at the same time, and I'm so glad that that's coming through. All right, so today I want to give you a message from the heart. It's something that bothers me every year. It is something that I have to explain carefully because I don't want to give you the wrong impression. But I do want you to be safe. I do want you to be vigilant. And I do want you to be aware. About this time of year, you will start seeing lots of folks talking about job interview advice. It will be everywhere. There will be people popping out of the woodwork from this way and that, telling you all the best ways they think you should interview, all the things you should do with your resume, all of the things. Sometimes um, they'll want to sell you their templates, they'll want to sell you their workshops, whatever it is. And I have absolutely no problem with that, all right? I am not going to throw shade on anybody's hustle. That is not what I'm here to do. But I do want to give you an example of a situation that I ran into just this past week, which is why it's on my mind so heavily. I checked out some resources provided by another school counselor talking about job interview advice. It was a link that they had posted in a group to someone who was asking a question about interviewing saying, here are my best interview tips, go check them out. And I thought, well, cool, let me go click on this link and see what it's all about. And when I did and encountered the content there, it made me sad. And gosh, this is hard to talk about because I don't want to sound like I'm not being nice, that I'm putting people down. That's not what this is about. But When this is your area, when you have done as much research into interviewing, resume prep, all those kinds of things as my team and I have, it becomes more and more difficult to tolerate the misinformation that's out there. And a lot of times this misinformation is coming from people who appear to know what they're talking about, right? Especially those that have built some platforms for themselves. You see them a lot in different social media channels, things like that. And you feel like, my goodness, if all these people are listening to them, they must know what they're talking about, right? Um, not necessarily. So let me give you some examples of uh, some of the information that I heard in this piece of content about interviewing that I do not feel were correct, just to give you a taste of my concern, all right? Some of the advice that I experienced in this encounter, um, be yourself in your interview. (laughs) That, That sounds terrible, doesn't it, for me to say, don't be yourself. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is being yourself is not an interview strategy. And many of you are living in areas of the country where it is still pretty difficult to get hired as a school counselor. 
Now, there are some areas of the country that have have let up, but there are others that are still extremely difficult to get hired within. And if being yourself is your sole interview strategy, not saying you won't get hired, but you will have sky high anxiety. You will be much more stressed than you need to be. You will spend much more time preparing for the interview than you need to, or you're going to walk in and be under prepared. You have to have an interview strategy. Now, why do you never hear influencers talking about interview strategy? It's because they don't know it. All right. And again, not throwing shade. You can't blame somebody for not knowing something they don't know. We've got to teach them, right? But at the same time, if you want to be effective, if you want to have the greatest result from your interviewing efforts as you possibly can, you're going to want to work with somebody who can show you interview strategy. All right. Because being yourself isn't going to get you all the way there nine times out of 10. Another example of some misinformation is how to put together a portfolio and how to present it in your interview. (laughs) I'm laughing because I have heard everything on this topic and this subject, and I I don't agree with any of it. Um, We have a very specific formula we teach about our portfolios. I don't think that it's a good idea to show up with things like research articles in your portfolio. I don't think it is smart to show up with entire units. I don't think that you need to show your newsletters. I don't, I don't think that any of that is beneficial in the interview setting. If you're doing a great job with your interview strategy, you're probably not even going to need the portfolio. And 99.9% of the hundreds of school counselors that I have worked with in interview prep have never been asked for a portfolio. Moreover, they've never actually seen anybody look at their portfolio while they were in their interview. There are some benefits to having one, and there are some ways to work that into the interview, but we got to be careful with that. And so just showing up with a bunch of stuff you put together in grad school is not going to cut it, my friends. It's just not. And let's see, I'll give you one more before I go. This one is a real pet peeve because there is uh, research to directly refute this piece of advice, which is when someone asks you a question take a moment and pause before you speak. Um, Yeah. If you need a moment, you can pause. All right, I'm not telling you to machine gun the whole thing, but if you are pausing before every single response, research shows that you will come across as less informed in your field than others. That is not my opinion. That is research-based. And so you've got to be very, very careful about your pauses, about how you manipulate your answers so that you don't come across as having to gather your thoughts all the time. How do you not have to do that? That comes back again to interview strategy, which again, most people are not familiar with. So anyway, I hope this does not come across as you know, callous, uncaring, or like I'm putting people down. I am not. I think everybody is trying to help the best that they can and the best that they know how to. But I also think there is a lot of misinformation out there that is causing some of you folks to spend a lot longer trying to get hired than you may necessarily have to otherwise. And this is not a sales pitch. I'm not even giving you the link to my program today because that's not what this is about. 
but you need to be looking for mentors or guides who know their stuff, all right? And having a great social media presence, having pretty pictures, having a website still does not tell you if they are truly an expert in that field. And if you hear a bunch of bumping on my microphone, it's because I'm talking with my hands. I'm getting so excited. So please just excuse that. I've just amped up and fired up for you. There are some ways that you can vet your experts to make sure if you choose to, you know, use some of their materials or if you choose to go to a workshop they put on or something like that, that they know what they are talking about inside and out. Okay, there are some ways to know this. Number one, if they offer you a resume template that has a picture on it of any kind, run as fast as you can the other direction. Um, It is not a good look. It is not going to get you through some of the filters and the automated systems and what they call ATSs. It's not going to get you through all that if you have graphics on your resume. So if you see someone with those, you know they're not current with their research. Okay, second, if they sit you down and try to give you job interview advice that you could Google for yourself, you you probably don't want to spend much time there. So What I mean by that is they're giving you a resume workshop and they're telling you things like, you know, list your jobs chronologically, make sure you're using action verbs, make sure that you have your references listed on your resume and do not put upon request, make sure you list this and list that. If you have people telling you to do things like that, they're giving you that basic advice, which is great, but that's all they have for you. They're probably not your person. And if they cannot provide you with a strategy for why they're telling you to do the things they're doing, um, they should always have a research basis behind that. They should always have more information for you to go look at yourself if you'd like to learn more about it. If they don't, then they're probably just regurgitating the same things that they were told when they were interviewing. Which, by the way, if they tell you, you know, oh, well, I know all about resumes and interviews because, you know, I used to sit on a lot of interview panels. (laughs) y'all that doesn't make you an expert (laughs) and I I too have spent countless hours in those situations but it wasn't until I really started investing the time and money into learning about all these things that I really came to understand the nuances of the interview and resume prep experience so again not telling you to come work with me I do have a job interview prep program But I'm not offering it to you today because it's not the point of this podcast episode. The point is that with social media and the internet being as accessible as they are, anybody can put their shingle out and tell you that they can help you prep for your interview and your resume. And I just don't want you to get led in the wrong direction by some very kind and probably well-meaning folks who are endeavoring to be edupreneurs, right? That's a big, hot buzzword right now. There are a lot of people on uh, social media telling other people that they can make hundreds of thousands of dollars if they only follow this three-step program to sell their course to other like-minded educators, blah, blah, blah. And um, none of it's true, first of all. Um, But second of all, some of these folks are uh, putting their shingle out on their knowledge that they have currently. They're not working on getting any more, right? It's a world where anybody who wants to claim to be an expert can be an expert. So put them through their paces. 
ask them for their research basis, ask them why they've chosen the elements they have in their resume templates, ask them the hard questions and make sure they can answer them. If they offer you the Ask a Job Interview question list, I would recommend not working with them because there is no way that you're going to be able to memorize all the responses to all those questions. You definitely should not have to. And if you have a good approach to that, you won't even be worried about those questions when you walk into an interview. So be alert, be vigilant, look around. If you're not sure about something, if you'd like to participate in something and you're not sure about it, y'all, you can ask me. I'm going to give you an objective review. I'm not here to push anybody on anything. I'm not here to throw shade on any of my colleagues. I just want you to be safe. And if you're looking to invest money with people to learn how to be a better interviewer or to have your resume written or to get a template to write your resume yourself, you need to make sure that your hard-earned money is being spent with people who can guide you toward success. So good luck out there. It is a jungle out there with all the different Instagram accounts and Facebook accounts and Pinterests and all this kind of stuff. Uh, just be careful who you're doing business with out there. Make sure they're worth their salt. So anyway, thank you for um, indulging my rant. Thank you for listening with a kind and open heart as I, you know, I kind of lay bare my soul a little bit about all my concerns for my colleagues. I just want to make sure you're taken care of. All right, folks, here I am again. See what I mean? I really wanted to make sure that that message was received in the right way. It was not an episode recorded to belittle anyone. But I do think there's a lot of misinformation flying around, and it hurts me to see that there are so many people that are perfectly content with just, you know, kind of spewing this misinformation around everywhere when your livelihood depends on that. Do you know what I mean? There's not one day that goes by in our school for school counselors world that I don't feel the weight of those kinds of things on my shoulders or that I stop remembering that there are real people behind all of the things that we do inside our mastermind program, listening to the podcast, inside our Facebook group and our workshops. You guys are all real people with real lives, real concerns, and I do not take your trust lightly. I, I think that's why I'm so invested in providing you research-driven content, because I don't want to be the person that leads you sideways for my own benefit or gain. That just, ooh, that just makes me sick thinking about it. So anyway, do with that information what you will. I just kind of wanted to provide you with some benchmarks on that episode so that you could really discern who you want to follow. All right, and so I told you, there was going to be a big announcement to this, and there is one. As we release this podcast episode here in just a few days, we are going to be putting our newest podcast out into the world, y'all. <laughs> this is simultaneously one of the most exciting and terrifying moments of my life. I thought that the first podcast would hands down hold that title, but I don't know. As you kind of add on to what you're doing, it almost starts to feel more intense. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, 
our Get the Job podcast is going to be live here in just a few days. And if you're part of our School for School Counselors world, no doubt you've heard a little bit about that as we've been preparing and getting ready. And like I just told you, I'm taking on the responsibility of another podcast in addition to being a full-time school counselor, being a mom, being a wife, all the things, right? Running the teenagers all over town, running a Facebook group, developing workshops, developing resources, running the School for School Counselors Mastermind. I have chosen to add another podcast into that mix because I feel it is critical to address the misinformation out there about job interviewing and about all the other things that go with it. So if you are interested to hear what we have to say, it's going to be different, I think, than a lot of the other resources that you've listened to or seen in the past. Go check out the Get the Job podcast. We should have a trailer to the podcast published now. You can go listen to that and kind of get an idea of the vibe and what's going to be happening. And then on January 19th, we're going to be releasing episodes all at once. So it'll be a great weekend to listen to all the episodes, see if you think it's worth its salt. And then if you would, leave us a review. Let us know what you think about it and whether you think this is going to be helpful for school counselors looking to get school counseling jobs. All right, my friends, that's all I have for you this week. Hopefully you're not too angry with me. Hopefully you understand that I'm coming with a pure motive of helping, educating, and empowering you in all of these processes. That's my only wish, nothing more and nothing less. All right, until we meet again, my friends, go check out the Get the Job podcast and I hope you have the best week. Please take care. Mm-hmm.